Welcome to the Tell Us Something podcast. I'm Mark Moss. Tell Us Something awakens imagination, empowers storytellers, and connects the Missoula community through the transformative power of personal storytelling. It is a celebration of each other, our stories, and how we move through the world together. All of the stories at Tell Us Something are true. Stories last for 10 minutes and are told from memory. Everyone is welcome to tell a story. The community comes together for a night of true personal stories, shared live, focused on a theme. Everyone has a story. What's yours? The next Tell Us Something is December 12th. The theme is getting away with it. This episode of the Tell Us Something podcast was recorded in front of a live audience on September 10th, 2017 at the Wilma in Missoula, Montana. Eight storytellers shared their story on the theme, Up the Blackfoot. A knock on Jerry O'Connell's door yields an unexpected visitor seeking permission to fish in his backyard. Jerry grants permission to Noah McLean on the condition that Noah join Jerry and the family for dinner. Noah agrees and mistakenly leaves behind an important fly box. Jerry calls his story Lost and Found. Thanks for listening. A couple of points. He said I'm from New England. I want to point out... Uh, you know, Juanita said her family got here in the early 1900s. My grandparents came to Montana in 1893. <laughs> and six weeks later, they moved back to New Jersey. <laughs> I was actually feeling pretty good to come up here until a few minutes ago when I heard Juanita talking about the river. I live six miles downriver from Juanita, and I've been drinking that river water for 25 years. <laughs> and my stomach's a little upset right now. <laughs> but anyway, my story involves no injuries, no, nothing scary. Uh, so you can just take a deep breath and relax. <clears throat> About seven years ago, I got a phone call. We, I, my wife, Deborah, and I live up on the Blackfoot in Greeno. Like I said, not too far from Juanita. One afternoon, I got a phone call, and it's a, some guy up in Sealy Lake, and he had just talked to somebody and mentioned that he wants to come down to the Blackfoot and fish in this one particular area, but didn't know if, who he needed to get permission from. This person said, oh, that, you're, you're talking about the O'Connell's place. Call this guy. So he, she gives this guy my phone number. So he calls, and he says, uh, would you mind if I came down and fished in your backyard? Because when I was a kid, my grandfather taught me to fish back there. I didn't have the, the courage to tell him that you don't need my permission. This is the Blackfoot River Recreation Card where anybody can go in there and fish. It's a, but I was like, yeah, come on down. So an hour later, he uh, knocks on the door and he comes out. And he's this nice young guy from California. And uh, we're just chit-chatting. And he's, I says, where's your grandfather from? And he says, well, he's, he was up in uh, Sealy Lake. Uh, but he died. So well, who was he? This is Norman McLean. It's like, oh my God. I tell you what, you can fish in my backyard. 
as long as you come up afterwards and have dinner, because I want to suck your brain with every, because I've been a river runs through it fan since I read the book in the 1980s. So he does. He goes down there and he uh, fishes for the day and comes back and we have dinner and he's this wonderful guy. He's, uh, he's actually, we didn't find out until several years later, he's had his own successful career as a, a sound engineer at Hollywood. He's done the sound for Men in Black, Men in Black 2, for all sorts of uh, music people. He's got Grammys. He's cool guy. In fact, today at the McLean event, one of the things we showed, we tried to get uh, Robert Redford here for the movie. Well, he's out of the country, so what he offered to do was to record the foreword of the latest version of the book A River Runs Through It that he wrote the foreword for. So he recorded it wherever he was in the Netherlands or Indonesia or something and <laughs> sent it over here. In order to put it to sound, we had this guy Noah. Norman's grandson do the sound work on it, which was really kind of this sort of neat thing. Anyhow, we got to be pretty good friends, and every year he started coming back. And the second year he came back with his brother Jacob, who's around here somewhere too. And they'd go down to this spot and they'd fish, and then we'd have dinner and have cocktails, and off they go. About three years into it, he comes, he fishes, he leaves, and about a week later, he calls me up and said, and this is a long shot, but I had a box of flies with me, and I was down on those rocks there fishing. Did you go down and check to see if they're still there? Eh, you know, it's been a week or so, like no chance. So I check, and I go down, no flies, nothing. I call him back, sorry Noah, bad news. Okay, well, worth a try, thanks, bye, boom. Maybe a month goes by. My neighbor, Charlie, and I, particularly in the fall, one of the things we like to do is to take these little, we each have one of these little one-man cataract little rigs. We put in, he puts in at his house, floats down to my house, I meet him, and we spend, oh, probably two, three hours of just very slow, leisurely fishing in the dusk hours, just a two-mile float, but it's great, there's nobody else around, the fishing's excellent, it's quiet, it's peaceful, there's an eagle or two, and it's just, you know, it's really kind of a Montana moment. So this, this is about a month after Noah's been there. We're floating down. Before I go any further, let me first give you a little bit of McLean genealogy so you can understand the names of the players of the story that's coming. You got Norman. You got John and Jean, son and daughter. Oh, don't forget, you got Tom Skerritt. He was their parent. <laughs> <laughs> and then underneath there, you've got grandkids, and Noah is one of them. So Noah is from Gene, Gene is from Norman, Norman is from Tom. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm floating with Charlie, he's not in that line, he's my neighbor, he's over here. <clears throat> <clears throat> We're, uh, we're floating down a river. Now, Charlie's a, he's a brass hackle guy. He's throwing spinners. He's a spinning rod. And I'm fly fishing. And Charlie pulls off to the side, goes up on the bank, and he starts fishing around some rocks and everything. And, and I float past, and we just kind of zig and zag. And, and after a couple hours, we get to the takeout, and I got my pickup there. And I flip down the tailgate, and we're loading our boats up. And he pulls it out, and he throws his fly box on the, on the tailgate. And he said, you want that? I found that sitting on a rock in the water, perched on the top of a rock, like 10 feet offshore. And I look at it, and it's, and it's got three initials on the side of it, SSN. And I'm thinking, SSN, that's, that's 
That's what submariners, that, that's a symbol for a nuclear submarine. All the subs are SSN. And I'm thinking, there must have been a submariners in the fly fishing around here or something. I got his fly box. Okay, that's cool. So we get home, and I take the fly box, and I toss it on the counter. Now it's tossed upside down. Well, SSN, if you turn it over, it's NSS. Noah S. Snyder. That's the name of, like, what are the odds of this? This is crazy. How could that be? Anyway, I call Noah. And I say, no, I, I might have found your fly box. It's a little plastic fly box. He says, open it up. Has it got nine little compartments? Yeah. He says, what's in the middle compartment? Is it a pair of turquoise and stainless or sterling silver earrings? He goes, oh my God, that's my box. Thank God. <laughs> He says, those ear, my, my wife gave my mom those as a gift like 15 years ago. And I, and I took my mom's fly box when I went off. Or how, I forget exactly. Those were her earrings. And he was going to be in deep caca if he didn't get. <clears throat> so he was really happy. I mailed him the box and uh, life went on. And two years ago, we had our first McLean weekend, like we just are wrapping up here today. Uh, and it was all up in Sealy Lake at the time. Well, I invited Noah as, as part of the program, because Noah, he's one of the McLean family, and he's, he's a very, very enjoyable guy, uh, and a good speaker, and has great stories about Norman that are just legend. So we invited him there, and I'm, I'm introducing him to a crowd like this up in the Double Arrow uh, Lodge. So I'm up there, and, and to get him in here, I'm t I retold this story to the audience, and uh, I'm getting ready to say, and I'm, and I'm about to say, and I'd like to now introduce you, to no, and there's a lady sitting out in the field, in, in the crowd, and she's, <laughs> and I said, yeah, and she stands up, she goes, I'm Noah's mom, and these are the earrings. <laughs> it was like, perfect, and that's my story. Thanks, Jerry. Gary O'Connell founded Big Blackfoot Riverkeeper and is currently the executive director. He first viewed the Blackfoot in 1986 while hitchhiking through Montana. It was love at first sight, and that moment planted the seed that eventually resulted in his moving from New England to the Blackfoot Valley in 1992. His love affair with the Big Blackfoot River continues today. Jerry has been involved in a variety of projects to protect the Big Blackfoot. He served on the River Recreation Advisory for Tomorrow Committee, which, in conjunction with Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, developed new recreation guidelines for the Blackfoot. He is currently on the board of the Big Blackfoot chapter of Trout Unlimited, which has restored over 700 miles of Blackfoot tributaries. Additionally, he is currently president of the Missoula City County Consolidated Planning Board. Jerry lives in Greeno with his wife, Deborah, a couple of horses, and a rather large crew of dogs. Learn more about Jerry and his work at BigBlackfootRiverkeeper.org. Remember, your story matters. If you enjoyed this story, please share it with your friends on your favorite social media sites. Thanks. Tell us something is proud to be fiscally sponsored by Missoula Community Foundation, a 501c3 organization. Missoula Community Foundation has been providing leadership to Missoula nonprofits and inspiring long-term philanthropy in Missoula since 2007. For the good of Missoula, forever. MissoulaCommunityFoundation.org. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Gecko Designs, the Creative
creative crew at Gecko makes killer logos. Not like Serial Killer, but better than any you've seen on a cereal box. They build beautifully mobile-friendly websites for both large and small clients in Missoula and around the country. Gecko has been doing it for two and one-tenth decades. That's 21 human years and 336 Gecko years. I've met the team and can tell you that they're not as slimy as real lizards. When you're ready to get serious about your marketing, put a Liz in your biz. Visit the Gecko Designs team on North Higgins or online at geckodesigns.com. Logjam Presents. Logjam Presents is committed to creating a superior live entertainment experience through world-class production, state-of-the-art venues, and superior guest services. Headquartered in Missoula, Montana, Logjam Presents is an independent and privately owned live entertainment company. Logjam is the exclusive operator and promoter of the 4,000-capacity Kettle House Amphitheater, the 1,500-capacity Wilma, and the 550-capacity Top Hat Lounge. Working in close partnership with these venues, Logjam has created a unique artist and concert-goer experience that is unmatched in the Northwest. Logjampresents.com Cabinetparts.com The number one source for cabinet hardware since 1997. Anyone searching for the best kitchen cabinet hardware at a great price needs to go to Cabinetparts.com Cabinetparts.com in business since 1997 combines knowledgeable hardware specialists with the best online shopping experience nationwide. With fast and easy ordering, free hinge matching service, and same-day shipping, CabinetParts.com is the direct source for all of your cabinet hardware needs. The Bookstore at the University of Montana, a local bookstore serving as students, faculty, and staff of the University of Montana, as well as the Missoula community. MontanaBookstore.com. Fact and Fiction, where books, authors, ideas, and readers interact. FactandFictionBooks.com The Good Food Store Supporting Western Montana farmers and ranchers for almost 50 years, The Good Food Store supports the local folks creating their own beer, salsa, baked goods, ice cream, and more. The Good Food Store is a passionate supporter of Missoula nonprofits, supporting multiple organizations, events, and fundraisers every year. Learn more at GoodFoodStore.com Missoula Broadcasting Company Locally owned and operating four stations, including The Trail 103.3, Missoula's Quality Rock, and part of our unique Western Montana community, featuring local DJs who love Missoula and know their music. Jack FM 105.9, playing what they want. U 104.5 FM, your at-work listening station. And ESPN 102.9, focusing on city, state, and regional sports, giving exposure and insight to teams and athletes in and around Western Montana. Learn more at MissoulaBroadcasting.com. Martin McCain, Woodworks and Design. If you're looking for custom, modern, or mid century cabinetry and furniture to fit your home, check out Martin's work on Instagram. He's at Martin underscore McCain underscore Woodworks over there and Martin McCain 79 on Pinterest. You can always friend up with him on Facebook because if he's doing work for you, it's pretty likely you'll become friends. Facebook.com slash Martin McCain Woodworks. Missoula Federal Credit Union. Missoula Federal Credit Union is a locally owned banking not-for-profit financial cooperative. They put their members' funds to work in ways that provide benefits to people the local economy, and the environment. That's belonging, and belonging is the new banking. MissoulaFCU.org Enlightened Lab Float Center Enlightened Lab is a spa featuring sensory deprivation or floating as a wellness therapy. Unplug, reset, and recharge in their state-of-the-art float tanks. Learn more at EnlightenLab.com That's E-N-L-Y-T-E-N-L-A-B.com Thanks to Cash for Junkers who provided the music for the podcast. Find them at Cash for Junkers Music 
tellussomething.org.com. If you're interested in sponsoring Tell Us Something, email me at mark at tellussomething.org. That's M-A-R-C at tellussomething.org. Podcast production by Mark Moss. Thank you to everyone who attends the events, those of you who download the podcast, and most especially to the storytellers. Cindy Super, Lisa Tripke, Wendy Woolett, Tina Varen, Sarah Elkins, Juanita Vero, Jay Dixon, and Jerry O'Connell. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check the website to find out how you can tell your own story. Tell us something.org.